Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Welcome, everybody. I just want to take a minute and extend out my gratitude to you for joining us on this show. I'm Marge Bowen, and I'm here with my good friend, Margaret Miller, and we're the Mystic Margaritas. And um, Margaret, you know, we, we've done so many of these now, haven't we, through the past year? And um, I always, you know, I actually have run into someone who I didn't know in another state that listened to our show. And, and I was just feeling... A bit grateful this morning to all of you listeners that you're taking the time to listen in and contemplate these important um, these important subjects that we're talking about on this show and opening up space in your life. Right, Margaret? Oh, yes, I I concur. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us and listening in. Um, it really is uh, quite an honor to be able to do this and be, um, you know, just be able to contribute something hopefully to people. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. And today we have a really fascinating discussion because we're focusing on the very last gene key, the 64th gene key. And just like there's 64 gene keys, there's 64 genes in our body. And so, of course, the gene keys, as its name reflects, um, there is a tie-in to our genetic code and um, all of the changes that we go through in life based, and we learn about many of those changes through the I Ching, which the gene keys are tied in extensively with, as well as astrological influence. So today, the 64th gene key actually takes us through the journey of confusion to illumination by way of imagination. And confusion is a great topic of conversation because in life at various moments, uh, we become very confused. <laughs> and, you know, I know from experience in, in having counseling with for myself at some point in my life, as well as working with people in sessions like I do, you know, you can get into topics of, of wounds and of, of deep learning and just watch and or feel the confusion wash over the face right and in in the eyes um, because that confusion can be you know can stop our ability to hear where we just can't even hear anything or what we heard makes no sense so we're not even relating to it in such a way we just go blank we go blank. And that's an element of confusion. And I'd like to talk about that for a minute, Margaret, about what you think that confusion represents. Well, you know, when I when I'm thinking about it and feeling into it more than thinking about it, but as I'm feeling into it and and also, you know, sort of contemplating and reflecting on, uh, you know, what the what the Gene Keys work has to say about it, it's like confusion is a, a development uh, or a, a a tool actually that we use to avoid feeling um, sort of the collective pain and and 
so we we come up with uh, repetitive thoughts or we have these repetitive thoughts and they keep us you know just as we continue to think and try to think our way out of a situation or, or whatever it is we're basically avoiding the the feeling whatever we're you know whatever uh, is going on inside of our beings and and it's a lot of times and I'm thinking about you know the times that we're in right now too it's 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 a collective pain that we're avoiding and and so we we do anything that we possibly can to try and avoid that and one of the strategies is to try to um, come up with solutions for it when we're not even acknowledging what it is we're trying to avoid so that Boy, that's a that's that might have even sounded confusing, right? Because it's well said, though, Margaret. Because we do have uh, centers in our brain, in the in the limbic system of our brain, that are pain punishment centers. And I love that you related this to what everybody's dealing with here—a continuation of of COVID and all the concerns therein, uh, in society and anything else in society. Because we've already had a little pain button in our brain pushed. And so that sets up this, this dependent, this kind of neurological signaling in the brain that's less than efficient. And so we literally do lose access to various parts of our brain because of this stress that's incurred. And in addition to that, the central vessel, which is an energy channel that starts in the perineum in the crotch and comes up the center of the body and ends right here, is has a special relationship with the brain. And the overall emotional um, stress of the central vessel is overwhelm. And that's exactly what can happen when these, these pain buttons get pushed in our limbic system. We can, you know, if things start to change, you know, the firing in our brain starts to change, we, we have limited access. And now it's just coming down from, you know, using our high, our frontal cortex down into our survival responses. And now I'm in overwhelm. And that is a state of confusion for sure. So you said that very well. And what we're hiding, of course, you said it well, too, because as you were talking, I was hearing this mental process, right, trying to solve it mentally. And what, what, of course, what we're avoiding because of this pain body, this painful response is we're avoiding the fear, right? The fear that we're, is actually underneath all of that confusion. Right. And that and that fear is it it really isn't personal. It's that's the interesting thing. Well, it is personal because it's actually, you know, it's buried in our DNA. It's inherited. And and so it's it's not like it will go away. But, you know, we can't solve it. We can't solve it, at least not through the mental process. We actually have to feel it. And and. And that comes later as we come into, you know, as we go into the um, realm of imagination, right? Then we can, then there is actually something that we can do about it. But while we're in that state of confusion, we, there's nothing we can do. The other, the other thing that's really uh, like I get kind of excited about when I think about it is that, that the confusion really uh, is a, um a very potent state 
if we were if we're if we're not trying to change it and we're not trying to solve it it's actually the state of pure potential right like it's the it's the um cosmic soup where everything's just swimming around in there and nothing nothing is making sense but it doesn't have to at that moment if you know if if we were you know in the ideal circumstance we could just watch that confusion we wouldn't have to deal with it but because we're um you know we're really hardwired to try and avoid that pain <laughs> you know we're going to try and work it out in the uh, in the mind and i love that you brought uh, the limbic system and everything into the conversation when we think about the brain waves right when when we are in a state of confusion our brain waves are incoherent Right? We're in an incoherent state, and there's no possibility uh, for any kind of real solution to happen. That's right. And so that takes us to what is needed when we're in confusion. And really, we just it's a natural process, right? We just need to allow us time. We need to, when we're in confusion, we need, hopefully, we can be very gentle with ourselves and allow time to go through the process because underneath that confusion, there's we're, we're in the process of really realizing some kind of truth. Hmm. And you can't, you know, you can't always get a truth in an instant. Right. And, and the truth that we're, we're exploring is, you know, who am I, who am I in this situation? Who am I right now in response to what's happening outside of myself? And what is, what is the meaning and what is the purpose and all of that we can get into exploring all of those truths. And that there's some deep, there is some deep, uh, thought that goes in with that. And so we need to give it time. And, you know, I really appreciate the the idea too, that if I'm in confusion, then maybe I don't have all the information yet. Maybe I need to just quiet myself and give myself some space to allow more things to come in that will clarify the confusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's an interesting way of looking at it. And then another way too is that what if the confusion is is the thinking itself? I mean, thinking that the thought our thought processes when they're coming only from our head are always confused <laughs> because they're always going to be in a loop. I mean, you know, I, I'm sorry to say that maybe, but no, I'm not. I, I believe that that's true where, you know, when we're just in a mental process that is not connected at all with our body with, or with our heart center, then all we're doing is going over tape loops and trying to match this circumstance that's what our brain's doing is trying to match this circumstance with another circumstance. Right. So, so when uh, there's a quote here uh, from, from Richard Red that says, the moment the mind stops thinking, the confusion ends, which shows you what a sham it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because, you know, when we, when we do, when we drop our attention and awareness down into our heart center, just for a moment, just for a few moments, and we bring ourselves into heart coherence, right? And by by just taking a nice deep breath and thinking a, um, you know, generating a positive emotion, 
uh, like caring or love or, or appreciation or gratitude, any of those things, then, then the, the mind within moments comes into also into coherent brainwaves. Right. And so then that's what he's talking about. That the moment the, the thinking part stops, everything gets quiet up here and the heart comes into coherence. The brain then gets entrained into that. And it's like there's no there's nothing to be confused about. It gets quiet. Yes, we're confused about awakening and the transformation and awakening occurs from the heart space. That's what you're saying. Ooh, that's another way of saying that. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> that's but, delicious. You know, what do you think about consistency? That's the dilemma of this gene key is consistency. Say more. I, I'm not so sure. Where I, to think, go. I think I think it's consistency because I think that um, when because I think that we move, we can move in and out of confusion when we're awakening. It's not a straight line. It's not a linear line. Right. We have contrast, it's a process, we need to allow time, and we can go in and out of, of confusion. And so it, it takes great courage, in my opinion, and consistency to stay open to that confusion and, the, and, oh. and what, we're, what we're excavating from the heart perspective. That's yeah. how I see it. Yeah, that's and and so that what that reminded me of too is that when is the programming partner of of this gene key is uh, the sixty third gene key, which is doubt, inquiry, truth, mm -hmm. and so and you can see how you know if you if you're if you're in a state of doubt, uh, you know if you're if you well you come in and out of these things right you come out you come out of confusion and you have clarity and then something causes you to uh something in the environment causes you to doubt yourself and then you you know with with that doubt then you move right back into that confusion and uh, you know the confusion causes more doubt and the doubt causes more confusion and so yeah how do we consistently bring ourselves uh out of that, I guess is the. I guess it's like a exercising a muscle. <laughs> what I what I think of as you talk about doubt is I think of the ego. I think of the fact that we don't like to not know. You know, we like to know. We we were a, a lot of the times we're uncomfortable with silence, and that's not knowing. And so there's because it's the unknown and we don't like change or we we don't like the unknown. We like the known and things fixed and things predictable and things like that. That's our nature, really. And so it's we're working against our nature and in, in being able to have be consistently open to that doubt, which, of course, is linked to fear and, and to understand the doubt and give space for that. And, and there's trust in that too. Trust that I will gather it, the information will come to me and that I will know, and it will become clear. And, you know, there's a lot of trust in this as well, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so too. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and take our break. And when we come back, let's, let's, um, let's talk more about the, uh, how to move out of doubt and um, confusion into the gift of imagination yeah and and 
inquiry, right? Inquiry is the programming partner there. So you're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. We are Mystic Margaritas and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. I'm Marge Bone. I'm here with Margaret, and we're having a very stimulating discussion about the 64th gene key from confusion to illumination by way of imagination. So, Margaret, before we went on break, you know, you you mentioned the programming partner of inquiry. And as I was contemplating, well, I, I first wrote down a quote from Richard Red that I love, and it says, action arising out of confusion creates more confusion. <laughs> so that speaks, that speaks to the need for inquiry, I think. But I think as soon as we I think sometimes when we move into inquiry, there's a bit of resistance there. Um it's hard sometimes when we're moving into inquiry, inquiry of doubt and fears um, for there not to be resistance because it's it's a brave journey. And um, and our ego, again, everything about us is trying to keep us safe and it can feel very, very threatening and overwhelming to go on that journey. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, I, I love, though, that uh, this inquiry is how we create a more completeness within self. And it really does take us to imagination, too, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 I, I love how all of the programming partners do this. You know, so so doubt causes more confusion and confusion causes more doubt. Inquiry causes our imagination to be stimulated and our and imagination causes further inquiry to to come about right and so so how uh, you were talking about also how um 
sometimes it just requires to, to bring us out of that state of confusion. Sometimes it just requires us to give it time and, and space and, 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 and bringing that courage into it that you were just speaking of also, you know, we have to, the, the reason that requires courage is because what we're actually looking at is our pain. That's right. What, what we're going to be confronted with when we get down to it is, is pain. And, and so, and we don't want that, but when we're able to, uh, give it that space and, and really, um, really just allow it to be there and maybe then then the inquiry can come in then we can ask questions about it like why what is this and why am i feeling it or or yeah what you know what am i supposed to know about this (laughs) what is this trying to tell me (laughs) we um you and i have talked many times on this about uh tools and techniques that we use when we work with people um, one-on-one. And, you know, I think some of those take, take great imagination. And I'm speaking uh, specifically about realizing that some of these, some of this pain was generated at other ages in our life. And so you and I have both mentioned on this show that, you know, it's a great thing to ask what age am I? And to just realize that, that, you know, where I am today is the result of all the pains and my and my being trying to keep me safe from a survival perspective and get through the pain. So, you know, so opening up it, um, to the pain that was created from our childhood is one road we can walk on to really understand the pain. And so sometimes it, it takes some imagination to realize, oh, I can actually visualize my little four-year-old or my 10-year-old. I can actually visualize her and see the two of us together, me the adult and her the child, and and you know, talk to her and what what did you need that you didn't get? And you know, how are you feeling now? You know, and and then taking her in your arms and just loving her. I mean, that's that's just some of that healing the child within, but be, you know, being open to those kinds of visualizations and dialogues with our child self or or even with our organs is a very powerful way to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that is, I mean, that is, uh, I was, I just glanced over it at the 64 ways and it's talking about you know, the gift of imagination and it's, and it's, the title of it is the art of life. And, and so, you know, like in, in order to, um, change anything or to, uh, create anything, there has to be an imaging of it, right? There has to be, uh, uh, and that's imagination, right? That's the word imagination is, is bringing an image to mind, right? And, and, and then bringing it to life. And, and I think, you know, like, at least in my experience, um, imagination wasn't always um, valued very highly. <laughs> you know, my my level of imagination was not um, appreciated necessarily. You know, because I I could be in this sort of imaginary world that was better than the you know the 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 physical reality or whatever. But it's such a powerful tool and powerful skill. 
and it really is the art of um, creating a new life for ourselves, which is what you were saying. You know, if we, when we're talking about the inner child work, particularly, you know, we can't we can't physically go back and you know change anything or revisit it, but we certainly can imagine ourselves taking care of that now and and taking care of that child now and and providing what's needed and uh, anybody who's done inner child work knows that it works it yeah. changes things it's powerful. it's powerful imagination is powerful you know as you were talking about that I, I kind of I could see you you know daydreaming and just being in your imagination and and I, I thought about how many kids do that and and how the pain body starts to get programmed, right? Because if you do that in school, you might get, you know, you used to get reprimanded. You can be reprimanded or there can be some negative connotation to being in that dream state, right? When we're trying to learn or trying to be home with mom and dad and they're we're not listening to them and things like that. So, um, so there are little pain programming, even linked to being in imagination that we all have to get through. But what I love about this gene key is that it's about a quantum leap. I love, I, I love that. So if we don't, if we don't stay in confusion and find the truth in that, we won't leap. So yeah. it's, it's, it's key to stay in the confusion and to stay the course so that we can excavate and find the lessons therein in order to, to make that quantum leap in our healing and our understanding of ourselves, the truth of ourselves. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's really interesting. I, I drew um, a card today um, that, it, that was, it was the, the hanged man right in in the um, tarot deck and and it's talking about being in limbo right <laughs> like yeah. and not not knowing right and and also you know that possibility of as you're in that limbo and if you relax into it and allow it to show you whatever is there you're going to make that leap into this new perspective or or this um, wonderful new idea or imagination is going to happen from that. So, and, yeah. And, you know, it, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about my gosh, well, you know, when you are in that space, it's really easy to have all these thoughts around, oh, I, you know, this is, I don't know if I'm ever going to see it, right? We start to doubt, we go into the doubt. And I think about all the many really successful entrepreneurs or visionaries and the many failures that they experienced in the process of their great success, and they will all tell you they had many, many failures. But what happened is they didn't stop. They didn't let those failures and that doubt take over. Mm -hmm. They stayed curious and investigated and looking for the truth and used their imagination to do that. Right. So, so you could, gosh, what just what you said right there is like, the demonstration of these programming partners, right? How the imagination feeds the inquiry and the inquiry feeds the imagination. Yeah. So, so, uh, and this is a, you know, a lot of different um, transformational um, programs and, and processes have 
at their core have that inquiry, right? It's like you have to be curious. You have to be able to ask the questions and ask even the stupid sounding questions. Ask. Right. Yeah, just keep asking the questions and without like with and just let it be there. Right. Without the judgment and criticism, I think is where mm -hmm. you were going with that. And I think it's interesting to note that imagination, the word imagination comes from the same root as the word magic. And that's what we're talking about. That's what you're describing here that if we can stay open and curious and don't judge and don't criticize and don't move into fear and, you know, be okay and just play with it, that there's great magic in that imagination. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I was um, early, I just got, I just got reminded of a sort of an imagination story for you. Um, and so <laughs> Oh, how, how do I start it? Okay, so so I was talking with uh, my husband. It was actually when we first met, so before he was my husband, and he was living, uh, you know, uh, down in Castle Valley, and I was up in Salt Lake. So we were doing this long distance, uh, getting to know each other. We'd met each other, and then, you know, we, we lived in separate places. So, so. I said to him, I said, well, I'm going to do some healing work with you. If, if he had asked for some healing work and I, I said, you need to um, just uh, we'll, we'll make the time and then you need to imagine uh, or, or just be open to uh, experiencing me coming to um, do this healing work or whatever that looks like. And, and so um, he, he did his part and part of what he did was to leave an apple for me and he was like you know he was leaving an apple for me so that when i came to visit it was very cute uh that that he would know because i would take a bite out of the apple or something like that okay and and then but i had sent what i did is i i was doing this healing work and i sent all manner of birds like a total um menagerie of birds different kinds of birds to him and um i i went there and i did the healing in my imagination right this is how i mm -hmm. did that work and and then um when i talked to him later he he said well nothing happened you didn't take a bite out of the apple and <laughs> you know I, you didn't show me that you you had been there and I said, well, okay, so tell me, just tell me what, was there anything else that you noticed? And he said, well, I just kept imagining all of these different kinds of birds. <laughs> and I thought, okay, good job. Yeah, no kidding. That's great, Margaret. <laughs> So that's my story. Love it. <laughs> that. So let's go ahead and take a break and then we'll come back and talk more about uh, the magic of imagination. That's that's why that story was sparked, by the way, Marge. I love that. I know that. I got that. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> okay. You're listening to uh, Mystic Margaritas with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back. 
Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. All right. So, Margaret, um, your story uh, was beautifully illustrating this psychic energy that can occur when we're in the in the arena of imagination. And um, I really I think if we all think about visionaries like Elon Musk and Stephen Jobs, you know, who did things that n- no one did before. And, and it took great imagination to cre- create the way they did. And and a lot of my mentors and teachers and creators of, of the work that I do had mm-hmm. some really powerful stories. One in particular was Richard Utt, whom uh, has passed now, but he created a body of work called Applied Physiology. And he, Richard Ott was an electrical engineer and an acupuncturist. And um, he had a dream. And he had a dream about the layout of the energy of the meridian energy fields and how we can access beliefs, limiting belief systems through that to, and get at new beliefs that was, and it's tied in with, with, um, flower essences and the whole nine yards is this beautiful combination of tools that allow us to get at really stuck beliefs. And he had a dream about that. And if he had had judged the dream or himself as inefficient um, or, you know, deficient in some way, he never would have created that beautiful body of work that so many of us in, in the work that I do in kinesiology use today and there's many many stories like that so there's this psychic energy that's a part of of imagination that when we embrace that is magical which what which is what your story really i think illustrated as well Mm -hmm. yeah it's it truly is thank you for bringing that up because you know and 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 what is that really and i think that it's it's because the energy you know it's it's 
light, right? It's, um, and, th and that's what this gene key is all about too, is, you know, that's why the city is illumination is because it's about the fact that, that we all have this inner light, that we are that, that we, you know, that we're made up of that and that it's not, um, and the energy fields aren't separate and that we are, I mean, we're always in communication. And if we use, if we utilize that imagination on purpose, right, or, or in a dream, I mean, because I think that's purpose, you know, that's on purpose also. It's just in a different uh, state of consciousness, right? That, but it's very purposeful. And, and so as, as we, we do that, the, our light, our, our lights are interacting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. And, and the, um, you know, this psychic energy is combined with creativity, of course, and, but none of that comes to fruition. We really don't move into our genius until we move into action, utilizing both of those. Mm -hmm. And this, uh, to me, this gene key really is about that too. It's about our genius. It's about being able to, being able to understand our unique abilities, our nature, our unique nature, really. And that is what you're talking about. That's, that's our light, right? Mm -hmm. And being able to really have that understanding of our genius and our light on such a level that you can't help but project that outward because it just is. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. He's shining your light, right? That's light. that's that's what that is, and and uh, oh gosh, I was gonna go somewhere with that, and it just it just disappeared. So I think it, I, I think that fear of change comes mm -hmm. in here as well. You know, I think we're we're all a little afraid of our true light. You know, number one, we we may not even recognize it sometimes. Number two, if we get glimpses of it. We may be a bit afraid of it because of the change that it can create if we stay there. Right. The change that it can create. And, you know, that's this thing that you're we were talking about with all, all these visionaries. And I think, you know, that all of us have a part of us that is visionary. And, and that's the imagination, right? That's the imagining is <laughs> this visionary part of us. And, it imagines things for our future and if they're too futuristic if it's too far out there we could be severely judged by that and we could actually be rejected right because if if, if our ideas or, or imagination is too you know and this this goes back to like the the, the childhood where you're you're off there in the imagination and you get reprimanded for having that imagination. Yes. yes. And, and human, you know, human beings are hardwired to, to be together and to be safe. We're mm -hmm. wired to be together and to be safe. So anything that threatens that exactly what you're saying, we'll feel that. Yeah. And so this is a mind over matter thing. That's why it takes great. Um, there, it, it, there is an element of, of power of the mind with this so that we can really understand the survival instincts that are a part of all of us and not let that deter us from moving into, you know, using our imagination, moving into our light. Right. So so that what just 
happened to me there was I, I just had this realization that, you know, when when we're stuck in confusion, it's because we're believing what we're thinking. <laughs> We're believing that that's the truth and instead of, you know, being in that inquiry and being in that open space of allowing the thoughts to, you know, to flow through without identifying with them. And and so when we're when we move into when we're in that gift of imagination, we we're not assuming we're not making assumptions. We're not like oh, this has got to be the truth, we're questioning and we are, we're just, we keep inquiring and, and allowing more and more to unfold. And that courage that you were talking about also, you know, of, of people who are vision, you know, whose visions manifest, right, who are able to, to, you know, go through the process of, of, trial and error and and failure and questioning and and all of those things they keep doing that then then they have that doesn't stop there though does it they keep having more and mm-hmm. and more understanding and more um more illumination i i i hmm yeah, there's something there's something that wants to be that's trying to come out of me right now, but it's it's about the it's about the light. Oh, okay. The- well, what, you know what what I think of because here's another take on the consistency thing. Um, Richard Rowdy says he says our genius abhors consistency, and Oscar Wilde says con- constancy is the last refuge of the truly unimaginative. <laughs> Oh, right. Right. So that's I mean, this is what this is actually going back to the shadow of confusion is, you know, we keep ourselves in that shadow of confusion by conformity. Yes. By conforming to whatever our what our parents did or what our society is doing or, you know, what what will keep us, you know, from being from standing out in any way, shape or form. Right. <laughs> yes. And you can you can hear the doubt and fear and the judgment underneath right. all of that. Right. Which is why we need it takes great patience and courage again to to um, open up to the confusion mm-hmm. <laughs> and let the light mm-hmm. shine in. Right. So and take that quantum leap. Yeah. Right. And to but 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 look at what happens, like what you were talking about with the inner child work, but any kind of healing work. Um, I'm doing a lot of um, guided visualizations right now as I'm uh, uh, moving out of, uh, uh, I think, a very long-term pain cycle. I'm going to, I'm, I'm moving through it and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm determined to do this. And so I'm using a lot of um, different, you know, a lot of different people's guided visualizations, some of my own and some of um there's some really awesome ones by Joe Dispenza and and various other people who are so much about create using the imagination to create a new mind and that bringing that bringing our physical body into a new mind right so the potentials 
the potential uses of imagine of our own imagination, not not even somebody else's imagination, our own imagination in our own lives, for our own physical bodies, for our own you know emotional state, for for our, our vision of our life in the future, it's unlimited, right? And if if we it does. If, if we keep asking the questions, even the question that um, the simple question of what do I want? Mm -hmm. what, do, what do I really want? Mm -hmm. And then imaging it and imagining it and being with it. That's, it why changes. That's why dreams are so important, right? To do to get involved in dreaming. There's a concept in illumination called one point, which is when all doubt and fear are removed forever from our DNA. And the card that I pulled today is actually perfect because it's called the steel point. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. And so, um, and that's, you know, of course, with illumination, that's when we're, our inner light is truly shining, when we're actually vibrating, um, our DNA is vibrating at its highest frequency. So everything about us is vibrating at its, at its highest frequency. Mm -hmm. And that always reminds me of my uh, favorite little affirmation that that I've I still do it quite a bit, but I used to, to just do it all the time. Every cell in my body is glowing white light, vibrating at the frequency of love. That's Ooh. beautiful. Yum, yum, yum. That is, that's a yummy one. <laughs> it is. Oh, we are at uh, another break. So let's go ahead. Uh, you're listening to Mystic Margaritas. I'm Margaret Miller with Marge Bowen on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Marge. I'm here with Margaret. And, and so, Margaret, um, I wanted to share some information about, um, uh, about an essential oil. And as we move into the topic of illumination, which we've really already moved into, um, I want to offer this as a bit of support. And one of the things I love about essential oils is that they have, they come from nature and they have hundreds, each plant has hundreds of natural, um, natural chemical compounds that really help us. But in addition to that, they have an energy like everything does an emotional energy. And so the, the oil I'd like to suggest for moving it from confusion to illumination is Melissa. 
And Melissa is a beautiful, you can see this little bottle. It's, it's, a, it's an interesting aroma, but Melissa is really the oil of light. And so it, um, let me grab my glasses because I just want to help you understand why using it can influence our own energy fields and body. Um, because what it helps with is enlightenment, being joyful, energized, having integrity, being spiritually connected, uh, contagious enthusiasm, feeling liberated and optimistic. Beautiful. It is. It's a beautiful oil. And if anybody is interested in how to find, you know, the highest quality oils, which I believe are doTERRA essential oils, um, feel free to contact me at margebowen at gmail.com. I'm happy to, to educate you on these. So illumination, Margaret, our inner light, our highest frequency, our true nature. Yeah. So what if we could imagine ourselves walking around shining our inner light out into the world all the time. <laughs> what would that be like? <laughs> what would that look like? <laughs> I always think, you know, I have this thing about as a healer, you know, as, as someone who works with people and, and, and is dedicated to really supporting people through their challenges and their learning and their soul's journey. Um, I always have this imagine, imagining thing about, about Jesus. What would it be like to be able to just put my hands on someone and have them healed? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I can be, I can move into impatience because it's like chop, chop. We need healing. We need serious healing in this world. I want to just be able to put my hands on them, have them healed and gone. And so that's, you know, that's a little imagination, but what if, you know, what mm -hmm. if, what if that were truly possible? Yeah. What yeah. if it is, what if, yeah. what if our shining our light out into the world is exactly that? What if we are, you know, what if we can imagine ourselves as um, the infinite beings that, that we truly be <laughs> and, you know, and, and shine that light out into the world. What if it actually is doing that? And you're absolutely right, because as we as we are in that space and we project that out in our fields, there is that that concept of entrainment, where if you come into my field and my field is vibrating at a level that yours isn't, your fields will start vibrating at that same level. So you're absolutely right. And we just may not see it. It may not be as obvious. And so, again, we're back in imagination. Right. That, that right. is really occurring. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, the thing about this too, is that, you know, what the, you know, how they drew, drew the, the auroras or what do they call it? Or Oriole around uh, saints and, you know, uh, in, in the, in biblical history and in other traditions too, they show the light around people. Like it was actual, I, I believe that it was actual, light they were seeing the light emanating from these people and I, I i i talk about this all the time with my clients it's like we are you know there are times i know that when we're when i do ceremony with my husband when we've had big you know big ceremonies and we've been together doing these this for days you know like the 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 bigger ceremonies are 
you know, between four and 10 days of, of being together in these really high frequency states, everybody is emanating that light and you can see it. And it's, there's, there's even like waves of like heat. It looks like heat waves, except for it's just this incredible energy around people. So I, you know, I think it's, it's, it's beyond uh, just, just imagination, right? Just my imagination running away with me. <laughs> yeah, it is beyond imagination. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And and I think we get glimpses glimpses of that when we see people performing, when they when people have such talent, mm-hmm. right? That that they have to perform that talent, whether it's acting or or singing or playing an instrument and. I think you you really feel that true essence that that their light and how that light is being projected in the world and that's why it's so inspiring. Right, which kind of ties us back it brings us back into the idea of the imagination being the art of life. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that artistry how how does the artist access what they access? Yes, right. Yeah, it's through, through that imagination and through that actual the experience of that light, of being that light, whether they know it consciously or not, they're they're tapping into the, the light of their being. Well, and I'm sure they've gone through much confusion to get to that <laughs> <Right>. place. <laughs> you have to because you're bringing so much of your soul into that performance, I'm, in, I'm imagining. Right. So. Right. And a fun topic today. It has. I, I wish great magic and illumination and imagination for everyone out there. Yeah, me too. Thank you for saying that's really beautiful. I'm, I'm looking at what our um, what we're looking at next time. And that is the sixth gene key of uh, conflict, diplomacy, peace. Oh, very good. Oh, my good. goodness. Yeah, that'll, that'll be another good one. <laughs> I look forward to it. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, you know, for this last 15 seconds or so, take a nice deep breath. Bring your attention and awareness down into your heart center. Allow yourself to feel the energy of gratitude. I'm feeling gratitude for you. Thanks for joining us. Thank Have a beautiful you. rest of the day. Thank you, Margaret. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.